0: Wow, so we're going to talk today about different signs and different things, different um, outcomes and just different ways I think that we've had to learn lessons we've had to learn in life. I'm really grateful to learn these lessons in the real ways that i learned them i'm really grateful for the ability that was taught to me and uh the experience that kind of um drove me to even wanting to understand a little bit deeper on friendships relationships um Why the hell we'd hang out with people as long as we did. Um, And why the hell they'd hang out with us and put up with us as long as they have. Or, and and even methods I think that um, we put upon ourselves that are not really good behaviors. I've had some bad behaviors in my life over relationships and friendships that um, I'm starting to see reflecting back at me in the mirror in a bigger life integrated way and I'm going to probably have some deeper email conversations. So be looking out for your email if you've emailed me cuz it's going to be really necessary um in understanding. I appreciate your honest emails by the way. Um but be, please be looking out for your email. I'm sorry it's taken so long. I've finally gotten in a more stable um mindset, really, and environmentally, um, life has become a lot more stable. And so um, it kind of brought on a lot of just wanting to understand, like, who's there and who's not, who's um, essentially who's opening the door. Um, And so I'm going to start with a saying. And first of all, actually, I'm going to make something clear Um, I've talked about my coffee drinking, and I I try really hard to get rid of hypocrisy. I try really hard to, like, really be truthful, really be honest here. And so I do enjoy these as, like, weekend drinks. They're these cappuccinos with cinnamon. Um, And just really good. um, Enjoying them, like, at night or on the weekends is uh, really fun. And I think we need this kind of treat. And if I'm going to be out here kind of modeling like a more conscious lifestyle, not perfectly, not perfect by any stretch, but like a more conscious and aware lifestyle, I want to tell the truth. And so I'm just letting you know that um, from this standpoint, it's it's perfectly okay to be doing this. So I want to start with a saying, um, here, cause sometimes we do need exceptions. You gotta have, um, pizza and South Park, which is a adult cartoon here. If you're not from this country, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's like very uncensored. Um, so insert your favorite cartoon here. If you're from other countries or have another cartoon that you think of this way, but you, you gotta have your pizza and your South Park on the weekends. And, um, You know, I think towards the end of the week, we need to like have some kind of reward system to just enjoy, not to escape anything at all, but just enjoy. And that's what the weekends are for. And I've had to really learn this on this podcast when I've been into productivity, I've had to learn rest and just complete um, understanding. So anyway, we're going to start with the saying and this is going to get pretty deep in this episode here Okay, so hopefully you've grabbed your favorite drink, favorite snack even. Maybe it is your time to kind of veg out a little bit and um, have a little healthy... Um, healthy. I'm going to do an entire episode on having a healthy um, binge or healthy uh, sort of uh, couch time or healthy... Because I actually think it's good for your mental health. It's rejuvenating to just chill and watch sports or Netflix or whatever. So anyway, uh, but I digress. So we're going to get deeper into this episode here. And of course, I have to get these little distractions out of the system and into the podcast to kind of um, give you a little more insight into awareness now. So. This saying that I'm kind of innovating and recreating, not out of a sense of originality, but really out of a sense of just being inspired by life's experiences and what we would normally think of as letdowns have become real favors, um, have become like a sigh of relief, have become um, even rejections and people avoiding each other and stuff. You kind of get this sort of curiosity, but then it kind of gets into where it's like, wait a minute, that's kind of like, that's a real favor. That's a real. Uh, and so the thing I'm talking about to get more contextual here is when one door opens or when one door closes, another one opens. And so my take on this is when one door remains closed. I'm going to give you some damn real life examples here in a second. Um, cause I do things in real life and that's what makes this whole experience pretty special. But when, um, one door stays closed, you put that door to your back and you walk away. And so, um, I'm going to give you some real life examples here. And, um, it's pretty interesting. When I was... I'm going to start with kind of being younger. Um, And uh, when I was younger and I was in high school and I was kind of a young adult at this point because I was, uh, my mom had really, um, is the kind of mom and I'm like this in a very healthy way with my daughter, Um, but of course I do this in a, in a way that reflects her age not necessarily just for the sake of, like, growing up too fast or anything, but I reflect her age and her culture, um, and kind of allow for interest, right? And, um, not to get too, uh, on the parenting stuff right this second with this, uh, type of, uh, context, but just to kind of put the, uh, structure into place here. Um, the, um... The growing up factor, it's like allowing you to kind of do some things yourself will give you that like confidence as a female. Um, Taking the time and actually teaching your kids takes a lot more time. And a lot of parents are dogged for this. Like you shouldn't let your kids do this on their own and all this kind of stuff. But like actually taking the time to teach your kids, for instance, to do things and giving them that trust once you're teaching them. And kind of there, standing there and kind of um, allowing them to learn from you is a lot more time consuming. It actually takes a lot more brain power than to just kind of like go through the motions and get their clothes out for them, for instance. Like you can do that kind of stuff. I mean, just I don't drink anymore, but you can do that kind of stuff drunk, honestly. Because it's become a muscle memory thing to just do for your kids um, so that you can get to your wine at night, every night, you know, like if you've had drinking problems or whatever, just so you can get to your wine and your dinner every night and your whatever you're smoking or whatever. Um, You know, doing for your kids is just going to be easier and then you're going to feel like, oh, I'm the better parent and I have the right to do this kind of stuff. Not to get on a tangent about, you know, alcoholism and drugs and whatnot, but, or even pills for that matter. Because in some ways this kind of, um, in some ways um, there's a level of independence that is, uh, it takes time and guidance from the parents. So I'm very grateful that my mom actually, despite all the things that we've been through, as a family, she has really made sure that I had a lot of confidence to go out on my own and um, learn things. But one of the things that she did do um, that I think I took and interpreted the wrong way, and she doesn't necessarily even do it anymore because she herself has learned to communicate. And I want to make that clear when I'm talking about like very personal things when especially when other people have learned um sooner than me or they've learned in a way that is uh that is a really really a hard lesson to learn in communication but uh the thing that she would do like I'd be in high school and it would be people we would know really well because we got into very involved in like community relationships um when it came to like she was always involved in like my dating and it was very family oriented that's probably why I'm very community oriented and I love the the hippie nature of things like love and um kind of the fluffier hippier parts of like let's like extended family and whether that's polyamory or monogamy it doesn't matter it's the fact that you know, there's um, ways that you're kind of, like, you love about the way you were raised or about... Um, I wasn't even raised in, like, polyamory or anything, but just that that sense of, like, community, right? But there were... As close as we were to people, there were times that um, they... Uh, and I actually was in... I was in a relationship for years in high school, but I was sort of, I could definitely see that I had some tendencies of non-monogamy even back then. Um, Not as far as sleeping around, but just wanting that community and still feeling like these really close friendships with others that were like um, relationships that took forms of their own and worlds of their own, whether that was virtual or in person. And to the point where like my relationship at the time in high school my high school boyfriend knew about it and he was okay with it um because there was something in my heart where I'm like I want to be honest about these things I don't want to it's not really within me at all to cheat and all that kind of stuff or to have emotional cheating or any of that and so um it would be him included it would be other people included and I had um I would get exhausted because part of my life I was doing music um, so we had our reasons for the, for why we wouldn't want company and things like this. But I was actually doing like, like music actually takes a lot of athletic ability when you're, um you're putting your body into shape and you're keeping your voice and vocal cords into shape and you're learning how to stand up in certain ways on stage and perform. And so I would just be so exhausted. And then I was caregiving on top of that, for my mom, because she trusted me to caregive over other people because her and I had a very strong bond and I learned to caregive. give. Um, and I'm very grateful for that trust that she gave me that a lot of other people wouldn't have um, being in my position and being um, differently abled and things like this. Um, and so once, um, you know, I had we had our reasons and I, we were trying to cope with stress and all kinds of stuff and people would come over unannounced, right? they would come over unannounced, um, at 11 o'clock at night or whenever. And it would be like the boyfriend I had had. And by this time we were dating for years. So the NRE kind of wore off. It would be, it doesn't give me an excuse, but that's kind of the reason. And again, I don't think it's the right way to be. Um, but what we would actually do is, um, We would Somebody would knock on the door, like unannounced. They would ring the doorbell. They would knock on the door. And you might be one of these people. And I kind of know because, like, my own mother did it. I was raised. (laughs) I was raised like this, you know. And she, again, has her better ways of communicating boundary to people or better ways of saying, hey, I would like things planned or whatever. But uh, they would knock on the door and she would literally, her and I would go, Well, we weren't expecting them. Like, how dare they think they can, they're this close to us that they could show up unannounced. We really didn't think about how they were feeling on the other side of the door. Like, let's get off the phone and just see each other. Let's, like, knock on the door. Fuck messages and voicemails at the time, you know. Um, Texting really wasn't too big. It was just like, hey, I can maybe send a photo once in a while. Or It started to get a little bit um in in my community it was like non-existent because it was like you had to have a whole bunch of software um to be able to text when you're blind and all that kind of stuff but anyway so my mom would like turn off all the lights and we would just we would literally like hide Pretend we weren't home and then they would, oh, I tried knocking on your door and you weren't home. That's why I never chase, like, I never want to disrespect somebody later. Um, it's one thing to call while you're at the door, but, like, I'm not going to disrespect somebody um, in their sense of autonomy later and, like, be like, oh, we tried to, like, go to your house two days ago or one day ago. Like, who cares? Like, what is there to discuss? Um and especially you know nowadays when you have all these ways of communicating right so um it's interesting where this episode is going but um we would literally hide until it could be five ten minutes at times um where they would come back and and try again knocking on the door all this kind of stuff and um We just did not. It was like, okay, it's rude to come over unannounced. I've since changed my views on this in relevance to the connection with people. Um, But we didn't have things. And even back then, like, we weren't privileged to have things. We had to, like, my mom had to peep through the curtain. Like, there was... (laughs) there was no fucking little ritzy camera on the door to make you feel like you're safe in your little cocoon. Um, and if like for nowadays, if I was ever to think about any kind of system, it would be functioning with Alexa. Sorry if yours went off, but it would be It would be functional with like the smart features and it would, you know, you would be able to kind of do things in your house that are a little useful, like turn the thermostat to 73 degrees or whatever so that like to help you be more efficient in your home, especially being blind. Like I can totally understand the technology now. I don't understand cameras on doors though and all that money that people don't know what to do with when just to avoid and just to be, just to screen their homes like that. It's really sad, I think. Um, I'm kind of sad for people that go out of their way to do this, actually. Um, Because I think people are actually pretty scared. And um, they may never have even lived in a bad area before. Or if they had, they don't necessarily. It's not, like, as bad... You can walk into a bad area, for instance, and you can just instantly know that it's bad and this kind of thing. Um, and so I just kind of find it all this kind of silly, but I say all this to say that I'll put it to you this way. When... um, When you are watching and listening to your favorite, one of your favorite podcasters or one of your favorite YouTubers, um, and you've really connected and maybe you've even kind of collaborated, they're very different in person than they are um, hiding behind a screen um, sometimes. And that's why I'm really real on this podcast And I like to point out my flaws and the things that I've done that I'm not proud of or the ways in which, you know, and my mom has had to learn over the years, like, you just have to sometimes talk to people and say, you know, can you just plan out a time to come over? And that's completely reasonable. But there are um, times, I think, when people feel a sense of like, just wanting to know simply where they are at meaning where do i stand kind of deal or where do we stand kind of deal um let's like see them and find out like and they might feel more of an extended family than you do or this kind of thing or even more of like we've known each other so long like especially in the relationship i was in in high school we've known each other so long that he really felt like a sense of family and it it got to be really serious and he wanted to continue the long distance relationship and that kind of ruined it for me the long distance because I had put a lot of years into it and by then I was just kind of young and didn't have the right mature patience and um even some other differences um and I think I was kind of looking for the exit after a few years anyways and you know I didn't always do the right thing or you know, treat somebody perfectly or whatever it is, um, you know, and there would be friends, like best friends of, um, of us that would come over and do the same thing. And it's like, well, maybe we don't necessarily feel as comfortable as we misled them to believe there's a sense of accountability there. Like, okay, we obviously misled the person into thinking, that we were more comfortable by maybe letting them stay at our house or living with us part-time or doing things like, um, like really, really serious kind of life integrative stuff like doctors or, um, like just a a number of different things that are, are, of course, like the other person's gonna think, okay, you really feel comfortable, you really trust, even letting people look at like, health records or any kind of thing like that okay like you must really really trust or feel like a sense like i didn't have to have all this i didn't have to have you know um all this for us to be friends or whatever but i appreciate it and so i'm gonna go off of this and reciprocate and make sure we're in good standing etc right and so um Nowadays, we live in an age, and I guess I can do it in this episode, Um I talked about yesterday, impressing other people with um in social, but I don't think it's just about Instagram, and I'm not sitting here even blaming Instagram, because I think we also live in a world where we want to send each other the most impressive, like, getting away from photos here, you want to send somebody the most impressive stereo sound. Um of your family time with your family to show how well off your family is, right? For example, or, um, and I've done this, I kind of did this back and forth for a time when our daughter was younger. Um, and I've been guilty of photos too. And I kind of like realized how kind of dumb and even not even safe that that could be potentially. Um, and I don't really think that it's, I don't even know why these platforms, why people want to, throw their talents away and use these platforms just to like try to impress and get admiration from their family and friends over, um, am I being the right parent and all this kind of stuff and letting everybody put a bunch of likes up and, um, how cute the kid is and how cute the baby is and da, 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 da. But it's, um, it goes even further than this into how well off I am, what I get to do, the restaurants I get to go to the house I get to go vacation at with the family or the house I get to live in part time or um the beach house that we get to go to while y'all are struggling or with you know just like a number of different things. Um that um and then, you know, there's that sense of comfort. And um it's um it's really shown me how different We actually are relating into people. And it's an impressive thing. It's really sad, like, how people want to impress each other so badly. Um, But in their podcast or YouTube channel, or we have this false sense of authenticity that we put out there that says, like, I'm this cool person who doesn't go off of popularity. I'm this cool person extrovert that can handle any social situation that's not always me like I'm I'm a human being um and sometimes I forget to take that deep breath that will just calm everything down um although I have started to really embrace um what a lot of people forget about which is chaos um but at the same time I'm also understanding the grounding that it takes to not romanticize chaos and to actually be very balanced um with all of this. And so the thing about this is um, when you're watching somebody online and even the top people that I love that I've shouted out yesterday and in past episodes, I'm sure they have their flaws and their issues, things like this. And I, I, I respect that. Um, and I'm sure they even have struggle with this whole thing of, okay, there's a fine line of actually really being real and understanding That at the same time, there's a a level of trying to impress somebody when I'm saying that how honest and real I am and this kind of thing. So it even goes into emotional intelligence. How emotionally intelligent can I be? Um, How brave am I for my experiences? Like, I'm putting myself on the line too. Um, You know, and how well researched am I? How... uh, How different of a life do I live compared to others? How better do I think I am? How superior? Um, This is just, it's coming from all of us, not just me, not just you. And I'm also putting myself on the line here, not just you uh, as a listener. Um, Especially those of you who have emailed in um, and who've reached out on Facebook and et cetera. But um, There's definitely an accountability sense when it comes to, and you can't really guess like this, um, when it comes to like, you're allowing people in your life in such a way that they then feel more comfortable in your life than you'd want them to be. Um, and they've allowed themselves to not question... Well, the reason you allow people in your life and have no problem is because they always got DoorDash ready to send on their phone, or you know, if they were standing at your door with DoorDash, you might have answered, or, um, you know, you're you're you always got DoorDash, you always got like streaming services, you always have something, and it's not it's not because of any other thing, it's because you've had something to give them in the past, and because. Your circumstances have changed, and you have nothing to give the person. Maybe they're not quite as comfortable all of a sudden with you being in their life anymore. Um but again, there's a huge favor. Um, put the phones away, walked away from the door, took an actual walk, and appreciated the the free actual walk, the time with family on a Friday night, the possibilities of um, making, you know, new communities, um, doing new things, rekindling some things in others possibly, but also even being open to the idea of just letting everything go and starting fresh and being okay and being happy about it. Um, And sometimes you have this like feeling where you kind of know instinctively that people have changed and they're not as comfortable and maybe somebody else is kind of very, very much um, really just wants, they don't really care about the outcome. They just kind of want to know. For sure that nobody's jumping to conclusions that everything's okay. But it really, your intuition and your instincts actually really matter. It doesn't mean you go off of your emotions every second. It doesn't mean you're overly dramatic every second. But your intuitions and your instinct about others really does matter. And it doesn't even have to mean that they're bad. Like I've been a terrible friend in the past. And in my 20s, I've ghosted. And I have kind of like I'm coming out of the ghosting um, it's a mental health mask I think that we use to cope and I've come out of that. And it's because, you know, some of us that ghost a lot are probably taught in order to protect ourselves, we have to avoid others. And my mom even has even had to learn like, okay, I I have to, uh, just start communicating with people more directly instead of avoiding Um, And I'm proud that my mom has always been a lifelong learner. She's always um, honed an environment for lifelong learning and independence um, to her core. So um, even when she screwed up as a parent and even when I screw up as a parent, it's a lifelong learning environment. It's not, you know. um, And so that is kind of the key element here to take into consideration is that we can learn these things. We can learn to be better people. And we can learn to say, I'm probably in a place where I don't need friends right now. I'm kind of like I don't want the obligation because they're just as annoying or aggravating or even just as um as much obligation as relationships themselves. Cause it is kind of the essential same thing and when we avoid um, one for another, you're kind of like asking for, um, I just kind of want the rewards. I just kind of want the benefits. I just kind of want the, um, the interest, but I don't want to actually, um, do the work it takes for a friendship or relationship because being an adult is very different. And I've talked about this here on the podcast several times that being an adult is completely different. And, um, You don't just go based off of interest. You also go based off of, like, if somebody is at a table with a big round pizza in the center, what are you bringing to that table? Are you at least bringing some wings um, and contributing those wings out? Like, what the fuck are you bringing to the table? You can't just go up to, some, to a table And expect that for the rest of your life, you're going to eat from this fucking table. Um, And people aren't going to wonder, okay, like, all the pizza's gone. And, you know, that's why it's so important to understand, like, selflessness, selfishness. Because there should be a level of selfishness to doing something for somebody else. There should be a level of feeling good. Um, If there's not, then, like, get away from the person. Like, just stop being around them or whatever. Um, But there should be a level of feeling good when doing something for others. And it should be, it should feel like, hey, this is kind of like, I want to do this. And I've started to understand when people say this, and I've understood when I've said this, like, I actually, this is selfish for me to feel good and to feel this way and to be proud of that, that you feel good doing something for somebody else. Not to be cynical and say, well, gee, you're just doing it to make yourself feel good. Now, forgiveness and other things um I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be selfish and respond to an email based on this podcast and I'm doing it for selfish reasons and I'm gonna get deep into friendship and I'm gonna do it to make myself feel better and we're gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna go back and forth with them and and respond to what they've sent me in their email and I'm going to get into discussions of forgiveness and get into discussions of ghosting and get into discussions of how I've been not a very good friend and how I've had, it's just been very traumatic um, going through a lot these past few years and how I've sucked as a friend, right? And I'm doing it to make myself feel better and I have a selfish reason for doing it. I'm not necessarily doing it because it's going to, change their life or make them feel any different about me and that's I don't know if you could call it apology or if you could call it just simply doing something the right thing because it feels good or not even the right thing as far as like oh this is right with a capital r but doing the dignified thing like nobody ever taught we talk about like value systems and what are your core fucking values like you don't really know what your values are when you're avoiding experiences and things all the time and nobody ever talks about dignity we talk about um valuing interest and intelligence and all this kind of bullshit but we never talk about interactions with grandparents or parents or pets or whatever um what we value from those or what we value in bringing to those if we even bring anything at all um and there's always a chance to bring something if you've realized you're not contributing and that's something that i work on every day um that's why i do this podcast as a way as an excerpt not just a space for me to feel good and talking to you but as an exercise for deeply for myself um if nobody listened to this episode then I know I went through my mental therapeutic process I talk about this um with Maria Humphreys a lot when it came to like wisdom talks and stuff and I want to get more um in such a way where I can do a little more of that but also have a balance of knowing um Taking a little more time with the tech and kind of knowing, um, having a little more like consistency when it comes to scheduling social um, times so that I'm more consistent to other people, not necessarily anything that is um, like in kind of a value driven way. But just, um, you know, and just other, there's a ton of people. Um, that we've gotten to know in different communities and such. So I'm just being as honest as I can be right now. And I'm not tracking necessarily, um, let's not give away this bit. Let's not give away that. Like, who cares? And, um, and I've gotten older and I've seen how everybody's lived their lives and I've seen how people do communicate better. And, um, I've started to understand ghosting in a different level that wait a minute, like we really are human beings, but I had to understand it in person first because that's just, unfortunately um, I understand and i you know, my husband and I met online. So you, you do have an understanding and a connection that people are human beings and that this is really real and integrated into reality. Um, but then there's also like, we're all in a mixed reality. We're all in a, uh, we're living our own reality Within reality. And that could lead. That could mean time zones. That could mean all kinds of things. But. Even things like. These crazy things like polyamory. or um, Relationship anarchy or whatever. um, When we go into. Learning that you know we actually do want to fix things work things out there's a value in it you're not protecting yourself by ghosting and i've started to recognize this and um it's not that i wanted to protect myself from the other person all of the time some of the time i wanted to protect them from me and i'm sure that if you're sitting here relating to this you know that that is a very real feeling that you're actually wanting to protect somebody else from yourself because you're like, you know, I don't think that they need to be dealing with my shit and my trauma either. As much as I want to feel safe in protecting myself away from them and avoiding them altogether. And so a mix of both sometimes too. And I'm having to really be honest and sit with all this. It's a very good and strengthening experience. And that's why I can sit up here today and do this podcast afterwards with dignity. Knowing that I am who the fuck I say I am. Knowing that um, I don't try to pretend to be something I'm not. Knowing that I'm putting everything out here because I'm not trying to impress you in the way in which uh, material things. But of course there's a level of like. Look at everything I've been through and look at what I'm doing. And there, there's a level of like wanting to impress in that way. But it's more, it's it becomes about understanding. Like I want there to be understanding in this world of people. And connections and each other that life is not just this black and white thing. And if you want to associate yourself with higher class people because you think it's going to make your life safer... there's a a very sad danger in living your life that way. But hey, each to their own. And um, it's kind of like there's a very sad danger to choosing to not give um, books a chance. Like you don't necessarily even have to sit and read a whole book if you're not a reader, but giving the author a chance to express themselves. I really respect when people do that. Um, and whether they read the book or not, it's their having the actual interactive conversation with somebody over reading the book, um, because they know that what they have to say inside the book is valid and, um, valid enough to, to be of importance to growth and learning and understanding and things like this. Um, so when it comes to all of these understandings and all of these things, um, you can even say like there's a real danger in not wanting to research things. Exactly. There's a real danger in not wanting to diversify and not wanting to, you know, kind of only wanting a one class system in your life and. The resentment goes away when you're living your life with dignity and you really do start to feel a sense of just um, sad empathy for people. Like, you're just spending your whole life under a metaphorical blanket. And there's definitely, when people avoid, it's like, well, you could go choose other people all day but at least choose people that are different from what you grew up with at least choose people at the bar across the street from your house (laughs) and um which is the same bar that I hear playing music by the way um really good stuff actually kind of enjoy my husband and I will kind of like sit outside or we'll uh We'll just kind of enjoy listening to it and like it just kind of hit me and I'm starting to like see the value in slowing down and smelling the roses a little more. Um, and so being in the process of moving to more stable ground is uh, you just kind of want the uh, direct, the answer from the direct experience itself and that's what you get. And so I really am glad to be able to include my own shit in this. I never want to come off as like so arrogant that I'm better than the what's popular out there or that I'm um above anything. And the only re- the only way I can prove to you that I don't feel I'm above anything is just by putting my own experience out there. Not necessarily just stating, making a statement. Oh, I'm not above this. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Until you can put your experience out there. Um, you know. And so I really just appreciate you being here. I really hope that this episode one of the more profound episodes. I'm very inspired actually by my experience. Um, so one of those things you just have to think, say thank you for, thank you. Because what is the beauty within all of this is that I've hopefully taught you to look at yourself, whether you're from another country, whether you're staying, you know, Tune to this because maybe you understand, maybe you've worked with a lot of clients or you've worked with a lot of people who have had these issues. And so I've got to stop avoiding um, being honest, I think, and just um, communicating more directly with people. I think I'm going to email and um, make calls and really try to talk to people. It's really hard for others to open up. So I think what I'm going to do is like really focus on that over this weekend. And I'm talking about the people that um, have showed up now, the people that want to be here. Um, and being more grateful to them and being grateful for the time that you can have with the people that have been in your past is important because they teach you something, not necessarily because they reciprocated, but because they teach you something. And, uh, there's people that are trying to Being that we've been so busy, there are people that have been trying to reach out in person and see us in person and um, need to make more time to follow up with that. I think I've been a little bit indirect, in fact, with them. People that have helped keep us off the streets, in fact, people, real people, real motherfuckers that didn't know me worth shit, didn't know who I was or the family so, if there are people in your life that you feel the same way, not that you have to pretend to feel anything, but that you actually feel family. Maybe it's your grandmother. I wish my grandmother was still alive. I have memories of her when I was three, four, five. I've five. I've—I've not, you know, my grandparents, Um, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, I sure wish my grandparents were still alive, you know. So... Even if it's, you know, your grandmother in a home in another state and you've had a good relationship with her. She's been there for you. Maybe you've told the stories to each other. Um, Have a chat with her over the phone. Like, you know, if you feel that it's in your heart, if you feel that you've been avoiding it, if you don't feel it in your heart, like who cares? Like, don't pretend But if you feel it in your heart, call your grandmother, you know. So that's really it for this episode. I'm really grateful for the inspiration and the teaching that this has brought. And um, I'm going to definitely get back into kind of my workouts that I've been. I think taking a walk actually really helped a lot in restoring, getting back into shape and restoring energy. So remember, when one door stays closed, you have that anchor to put your back, put, put the door to your back. Oh, I'll refine this saying, I swear. When one door stays closed, you have the, when one door stays closed, this gives you the anchor at your back. To walk away. There you go. Something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out, right? Take care of yourself. Take care of your life. Take care of each other. I will update the bio at some point with contacts. With uh, socials, rather. And uh, go call your grandmother. Metaphorically. Um, in reality. Even in spirit. Go call your grandmother. She's reaching out to you. As mine is always in my heart, even when I've lost things and and whatnot, you know, your, your loved ones, your loved ones, meaning the ones you love, not the ones you've had to impress over the years. And with that, let's uh, stay tuned. Thanks again for being here.